Tomorrow all the things were gone I'd worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away All right, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Brought to you in part by good friends out at the driveway company. Have you got crack separation, divots, craters, you name it? Well, the driveway company can take that away for you. They can make your driveway just an awesome experience every time you get home. You'll feel so much better because your driveway is going to be in great shape. Give them a holler, 515-850-1072. That's 515-850-1072. And you're going to be on your way to Nirvana. That's right. Happiness all starts at home. And when your driveway's in great shape, so will you. Hey, we're broadcasting on 1350 ESPN. And it's the January 16th edition of the show. I want to say happy, happy, happy Saturday morning to everybody all across the good old U.S. of A. Thanks to everybody following us on Facebook Live right now, Tim and Ange, and everybody I can't see you. <laughs> I can't see Jeff and Tony. Thanks for uh, doing that. You can check us out on Facebook uh, on my Outdoors Dan or uh, on Dan Young timeline if if you're going to be traveling and you want to take the show with you. We can always appreciate that. Follow us there, and that's courtesy of Imperial RV Centers in Ankeny. Good morning, Tony. David, good morning. So uh, we got Doug Sheely on from Chautauqua. He's going to be talking a little bit about waterfowl uh, this hour, and then uh, we're going to get a recap of the season. So I thought that would be kind of fun for all my waterfowl buddies. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and then in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to rip some lips. Uh, I got the, my friend, the, the myth, the legend, one of the best uh, anglers out there in the business, Shaw Grigsby, is going to be joining me at 8 o'clock. So we're going to talk all about this new fish, the new sonar electronics that are out. And some of the new baits, uh, just to get you ready for your walleye and bass adventures here in a few weeks. So it'll be here before you know it, right? So we'll start ripping some lips. All right, before I do anything else, I gotta, I got to, uh, I gotta, I gotta rant a little bit, and I'm not gonna get political. I, I did, I stayed apolitical uh, all pretty much last year uh, because I just wanted to stay out of it and let everybody make up their own minds and stuff. And this is really not a political thing. It kind of is, but it's not. Um, this is just this has got to do with not doing the right thing. So bear with me um, for a second here. I was I was having a pretty good day yesterday, and then I a news a news flash come out that uh, one of our companies in Iowa is being bullied. Now I can't stand bullies. I don't care what 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 political party they're on. 
a bully's a bully. And listen, you know, there it's on both sides, folks. You know, my wife, my wife and I don't agree on 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 politics. She's got a different view than I do, and I love my wife to death. She's a great person. Um, but w- w- the thing is, I tell her, you know, it's okay to disagree. We just got to be able to talk about stuff. You know, we're not always going to agree on everything. And and we, we can come together on most things, but there are some things that she and I just differ on. And there's nothing wrong with that. But yesterday, I'm sitting there having a pretty good day. Uh, good morning, Sean, John, Shane, Todd. Good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you, Andrew. Um, Brunell's is now they're not a sponsor. I don't get a dime. I don't have, I don't have a dog in this hunt. Brunell's is just a good Iowa company. They're famous. They're one of the biggest, largest gun accessory dealers, uh, in the United States. The Brunell family is a good family. They really are. Um, and I've been up at the new place in Grinnell uh, a few times and just, a, it's a beautiful store and the warehouse, Ryan, Ryan was nice enough to give me a, a tour of the, of the factory in the, in the warehouse a couple of years ago. And I was really impressed. I mean, just super neat. Uh, good morning, Tommy. Good morning, John. Good morning, Corey. Good to see everybody. Um, well, here's the, here's the rub. Okay. Here's what happened. Brunell's got booted off of GoDaddy because of their AR AR 15 platform. They have a, they have a website or they have a page called AR 15. Um, and I can't even remember the, the whole, the whole thing of it, but, uh, GoDaddy said that they received a complaint. So they kicked them off. GoDaddy is a hosting platform. GoDaddy is not in the business or is not supposed to be in the business of violating people's first and second amendment rights that they're a hosting platform. And I'm sorry, Brunell's, if you go on their website, there is nothing on there that is, in, uh, that it could be considered, uh, in sedition. Andrew, what's the word? Uh, huh? Seditious. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, there's nothing on there that is, um, there's nothing on there that is, that would warrant somebody complaining other they are anti-gun. And here's the, here's the thing, folks. Uh, <laughs> good morning, Corey. Good morning. Get some slabbers, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to put up with it. Okay. You know, the election's over and I'm, I'm ready to move forward for the next four years and make the best out of what happened. But don't, t- don't sit there and tell me that, uh, you know, Hey, the, uh, we want to, we have, want to have unity and we want to get along and blah, blah, blah. And then start pulling this crap. Okay. Cause that's what it is. It's C R A P. Sorry kids, but it, it's, it's BS. All right. Burnell's is a good family. They're a good Iowa company. Pete Burnell was actually on Tucker Carlson last night. I don't like Fox news anymore. Fox news is kind of turned liberal. They really have. If you watch it, Fox news today is not the Fox news of three or four years ago. It's not. I deleted my Fox News app. I'm just not going to, I don't want to hear a slanted, I, I, that's the problem with the media. It's all one side. It's it's on the left. And for all my Democratic friends out there, God bless, I, I still love you. You know, it's, we can have conversations. I don't, I don't sit there and, and I'm not going to say if you're a Democrat, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm not going to be that person. Okay. But I don't, I'm not going to tolerate somebody saying if you are a conservative, or if, uh, and I voted, Hey, I voted for Trump. 
I didn't agree with everything Trump said. I didn't. But I thought Trump was good for the country for the business aspect. He did some good things. He straightened out the VA center. I'm a veteran. That's very important to me. But I, you know, there are certain things I didn't agree with. And that's just being fair. But don't sit there and tell me because I voted for Trump that I'm a racist or I'm a member of the KKK. Don Lemons on CNN said that if you voted for Trump or you're a Trump supporter and you're a KKK member, that guy should not be allowed on the air anymore. If I Can you imagine if I said that about a liberal person? I'm sick of it. I'm done. No more bullies. It's time, to, it's time to, for you to take a stand. And you can do that quietly. Just don't do business with the people that pull this, this stuff. I pulled my website off of GoDaddy. I will never again buy anything of GoDaddy, their hosting services, anything. Never again will any of my companies be on GoDaddy platforms. I don't care if it costs me more money. I'm not going to support that kind of crap. All right, rant over. I'm just, you know, like I said, I don't want to get political. This is not a political show. This is a show to talk about hunting and fishing, being neighbors and enjoying life, getting out there, getting your kids outdoors. But folks, I'm not going to put up with bullies. It ain't, it ain't going to happen. Good morning, Donovan. And thank you for everybody. I really appreciate all and the hearts and everything. I, I, I'm not doing it for that. I'm just saying six years old, I've had enough. And I'm not going to put up with it anymore. And I'm asking you to help me to make a stand. And I'm not going to tell you what to do, just like I just like I told you not how to vote. I'm not going to do that. But I'm asking you, don't support bullies. Because if we all do that, if we hit them where it hurts, the pocketbook, pop. Okay? All right, rant over. Let's uh let's go and talk a little waterfowl hunting and my my buddy Doug over at Chautauqua. Doug, good morning. Morning, Dan. How are you? I'm good. Sorry about that, man. I didn't know that was going to happen when I had you on here, so forgive me for that. That's okay. I just sometimes say it, you know. Well, you do. You got to get it off your chest. I'm telling you. Hey, I I want to thank you. You have done such an amazing job down at uh <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, down at Chautauqua for so many years. You, and I know you, you don't have all the money and resources in the world that you would like to have. And you, but well, you do an amazing job with what you do have. So hats off to you, buddy. Well, thank you, Dan. Yeah. It's uh, people. It's a labor of love down there for sure. No, you, well, and a lot of people love you for it, man. You just, you just, so how did the, how did the season go for you? Well, the waterfall season was pretty slow this year we started out really great we had our mentored youth hunt and that was as successful a hunt as we've ever had so we were excited but you know it was tempered by the fact that we were in a drought you know and we kind of right i thought we might have a challenging waterfall season as and as things went along yeah just it was it was not one of our better seasons but uh you know i think having uh covid has been a blessing for folks in the, you know, in the outdoor industry. And we've certainly seen that with our parks, you know, they've just been overflowing and I, and we had a lot of, you know, we had good, good numbers of people come out and enjoying the blinds, even though it wasn't would have liked it to be. Yeah. Hang on, buddy. I, I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm putting the headphones on. I forgot. Uh, Doug, I we're, we're so high tech at the studio. I got to put my headphones on my iPhone so I can stream them. <laughs> the folks on, on iTunes can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now they can hear you. Sorry about that, guys. I was ranting. When I'm ranting, 
my mind, you know, we got to only do one rant thing at a time. Uh, you know, Doug, uh, I, I heard a lot of folks, uh, it was an unusual fly this year. I mean, there were a lot of the ducks and stuff, you know, certain areas, people just didn't have the numbers like they want normally do. Yeah. I think when we saw that, you know, there was one or two really good, uh, pushes, but, um, yeah, if you weren't there for those days, you know, and part of the, part of the problem was it was so dry and we've had issues. Our refuge areas, you know, when those hold water, um, it just, it just makes all the difference in the world. And we just didn't have that this year. So. Right. Well, you know, you make the best of it. You can, I, I, I tell you yeah. what, the geese, there's geese everywhere, man. I, 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 <laughs> I, are. Jenny and I went up to Ankeny the other day to pick up a, a pizza and a man over there by Carl Chevrolet and, uh, and the Casey's building and all that. There was, I, I swear there was over a thousand geese staging. Yeah. I, I'm not sure from, but, uh, yeah, there's, the geese around now are just incredible. And I, you know, um, imagine guys that had good, good fields did really well Yeah, for that. Well, don't we, we're getting into the late season stuff now, aren't we? Oh yeah. I, I, I'm not a big goose hunter, Dan, so I don't know how late that, that late goose season goes. It may still be going. I'm not sure. Well, Um, don't, aren't we getting into like, uh, the snow goose season, snow gooses and stuff? Uh, yeah. Snow goose season will be kicking in here before too long. And, yeah, um, you know, we, we normally don't see big numbers of snow geese until probably March. Right. Um, but yeah, there's, and there's guys that come out and do that. Um, and it's, it's, it's enjoyable and, and, uh, challenging as well, but fun and a nice opportunity, you know, to extend that season into the spring. So now you put out a really nice press release. You want to kind of tell people what you were trying to get the message out on? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I just, you know, I, I send, um, you know, few emails out to guys that have hunted at Chichaqua in our control waterfall program, you know, I guess starting in the fall or late summer, just tell, you know, kind of, Hey, we're, we're going to be starting soon. You know, we start to for the blinds the Monday after Labor Day. So I just trying to kind of grease the wheels a little bit and then usually put out, I don't know, a couple during the season, just kind of letting them know what conditions are and what's going on. And then one at the end, just to, to thank people and, you know, just kind of wrap things up and, and kind of reflect back, you know, and, and even though it wasn't a great season, you know, as waterfall hunters, I think all of us recognize there's more to it than just killing ducks. You know, there's yeah. just the whole experience of it, you know, putting out the decoys, getting on the call, enjoying a hunt with a, you know, with an, somebody who hasn't done it before, just sharing that experience with them, being out there in the morning, um, you know, with the sun coming up, it, there's a lot of other stuff too, that's enjoyable about it and just part of the process. So, yeah, I just try and remind everybody of that, you know, that it's not all about killing stuff. And I think everybody understands that. I think everybody knows that. Um, obviously, yeah, you want to you wanna have, you know, uh, ducks in the bag if you can, and that makes the experience even better, but there's more to it than that. So, Well, you know, it's like I tell everybody that on the show here, Doug, I, I feel sorry for people that don't ever get to go turkey hunting or don't experience a sunrise in a fishing boat. It's just... It's such a, if you want God or if you want proof of, uh, of God, then you need to get out on, on a, on a spring morning in either, you know, whether you're a fishing or angler, or if you're out there turkey hunting and start seeing that sun come up over the horizon, you start hearing first thing you're going to do is you're going to start to see that first glow into the timber. And then you can start seeing the timber a little better. Then you're going to start hearing those fur bird, hear those first bird calls. Then you're going to hear that first gobble. And then you're going to hear the hens fire off and, 
uh, and the woods just comes alive. And I, I'm telling you, if that doesn't give you a, a spiritual <laughs> renewal, I don't know what will. Yeah, well, you're getting me excited for turkey hunting. Now, uh, so. Well, I, of yeah. all the things I do, Doug, uh, and I'm not a waterfowl hunter. I've never. I, I think I've maybe went one time, I, and I, I'm guessing it's 30 years ago, if I remember right. But mm-hmm. um, I just, I'm, I'm a bow hunter, and I'm usually bow hunting during that time. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm such a. Larry McCoy says I'm a professional deer watcher. I, I just, I take <laughs> my time. And yeah. instead of getting it done and, uh, you know, I, I just, by the time season's over, you know, it's, I'm wore out, but, um, right. it's just, it, all my buddies that are waterfowl hunters, you know, it's the same thing as me about turkey hunting. The turkey hunting is my favorite thing to do. And, uh, I, I th- there's just something about it's magical and I can, yeah. I can get it with the calling and the, the, the waterfowl with the geese or the ducks and, you know, having that, that relationship with those birds trying to call them in and, and fool them and, I get it. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. that's what turkey hunting is to me. I'm, I'm vocalizing to, and I'm trying to go against what God put in his head because when, you know, in the spring, <laughs> right. God put in his head that when he gobbles, the hens go to him. I'm trying to get him right. to do the reverse, yeah. you know? So it's, it's like a big chess game, man. It, I get it. Yeah. Same thing. You know, and there's, there's magic thing, you know, and, and you're trying to create that magic by what you do. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's special and it's great. And I, and I hear you, I know there's guys, there's few, very few guys that bow hunt and waterfall hunt because yeah, it's, it's tough to do both. It, it is. Um, it is. When I know, get, when it, I get, when my shoulders are gone and I can't pull a bow back anymore, I'll, I'll pick up a shotgun and go <laughs> waterfall hunting, but there you go. I'm not, I'm not giving go. that string up until I have to. Well, and yeah, you know, we need support for all of those, um, you know, pursuits. Well, sure. Oh, I mean, yeah. any, you know, that's why it's, I'm outdoors, Dan. I promote everything. Yeah, you bet. You know, you I, bet. I, 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 Doug, the, the, the COVID thing has been a blessing. Oh, uh, I got to say hi to, I got a professional wrestler friend of mine down in Arkansas, the Arkansas Avenger, and he's watching okay. us on Facebook Live. So good morning, uh-huh. Avenger. How you doing there, Anthony? Um, he, uh, the thing about the COVID thing that was a blessing, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't be around people. So what do they do? You got a lot of people for the first time going out and hunting and fishing, hunting and fishing, depending on the States up anywhere from 25 to 30 something percent. A lot of folks couldn't go to Canada because the border has been shut down. So you're finding States that you, that have been sold out or, you know, hunts that have been booked that normally there's, you know, four or five, six, seven, eight hundred, not last year. I mean, (laughs) Montana. Montana, I have never not put in for an antelope hunt in Montana and drawn. They had a, they usually have over a thousand antelope tags, five hundred to a thousand to be safe, left mm-hmm. over. Last year they were negative five hundred. Wow, yeah, it's not surprising. You know, you went to the outdoor stores, you know, to buy a fishing pole or a gun, and oh, things were just, they were picked over. You yeah, know, so. yeah, fishing was horrible, man. You couldn't hardly find any fishing tackle. No, you couldn't. My son, my son wanted to buy a fishing rod for his mom for her birthday, and yeah, he ended up, I think, finally just going online because yeah, you know, the stores yeah. just didn't have what he wanted. So. Yeah, so it, yeah, which is a, it's a good thing. It's, it's a, a blessing. It, it, it it, it, uh, out of the worst thing that could ever happen to our country, there was a silver lining in there because it let people discover their love of the outdoors again. Yeah, we've been, you know, we've been going the other direction for so long, Dan. You know, yep. especially our youth. You know, right. um, everything's inside now. Um, 
sitting in front of a TV or a computer or a video gaming console, whatever. So yeah, it's, it's nice to see people going back the other way and, you know, and it extends out beyond hunting and fishing. Obviously we have the people that came out to cross country ski at Chichaqua, the last snowstorm was just unbelievable. So yeah, you know, all outdoor pursuits are benefiting, which is awesome because, you know, rising tide raises all ships. It creates more demand for land. That, you know, we can use for hunting and fishing and, and everything. So, uh, now, yeah, now if, we great. Could, now if we could just get that, I will thing signed. So you guys could get yeah. some decent money. You know? Yeah. It looked good last. That was the downfall of COVID last year. It looked like that might happen. Yeah. Um, this year, there's just not the momentum for it in our legislature, unfortunately, but you know, it's still out there. People are still talking about it. We'll keep dr- beating the drum and, and other folks will someday it'll happen. It's yeah. Just, uh, I've been trying to get that thing. Last year. I've been trying to get that thing done for 17 years now, Doug. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's getting, yeah, I know. Yeah. Come <laughs> I on. Hear you. You know, yeah. Hey, if, if they want a road tax, it'll get five minutes. Let's, let's, right. let's have a little equal time over there at the legislature. Well, huh? Yeah. And I think while you're, you know, talking to your legislatures about any of these other issues, yeah, bring up, I know that there's support, you know, obviously there was support when we voted on it. You know, seventy percent or whatever it was. It was um, sixty-three state referendum. Yeah, so you know, there's support there, and I people still still support it. But yeah, you know, we need to let our legislators know that we want them to move forward with that, and that you know, I guess people, I'm not going to put words in people's mouth, but it does require a tax increase. Um, You know, so people have to be willing to (laughs) to stomach that. But it's um, it's like one eighth of one percent, and it's and it's on sporting goods. Well, it's on everything, Dan. So it'd be the next oh. sales tax increase. Okay. Um, we would we would actually with three eighths of 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 a percent, one penny or one uh, sales tax increase, whatever that was, three eighths of, of a percent, uh, three eighths of that would go to uh, the outdoors and and outdoor needs. So um, yeah. Well, well here's the thing, Doug. Missouri did that in 1973, and it was one eighth yeah. of one percent. That's where I got that figure from. Okay, but, gotcha. But, but their constitution, they amended their state constitution. And that's why Missouri is one of the richest Department of Natural Conservation yeah. Departments. And, and you, you can that. you can go growing up in Missouri. I could go any direction in thirty in thirty thirty minutes and find places to go hunt and fish. Right. A- and we need that in Iowa. Yeah, if, you know, if you're going to ha- ask people to go out and do these things, you have to provide places for them. Right. You know, Iowa, we have we have wonderful, rich soil in the world, and that's awesome. But there are less than desirable lands that could be converted, uh, like we see at Juchaque. You know, it's a flood. You know, it floods a lot of years. So hey, that makes good wildlife habitat. That's some less than uh, prime farmland. You know, we have other areas where we can do the same thing. Yeah, but you, I agree with you. Yeah, you have to provide areas for people to recreate if you want them to recreate. And Missouri has done a wonderful job of that. Minnesota has the same thing now. So yeah, we're seeing some of our neighbors that have those resources in place and we'd love to have the same thing here absolutely absolutely all right doug listen if someone wants more information about programs going on down at chautauqua what can they do well they can certainly get on uh, the polk county website uh, a nice website there they go into the polk county website and county conservation from there and they can see what's going on at chautauqua and, and all of our parks as far as that goes or they can uh certainly Email me or call me, and I'll be glad to give them a rundown of uh, things that are going on as well. Okay. There you go. Well, you do a great job, Doug, and keep sending me those emails. I want to know what's going on down there. And you're, like I said, you're welcome on the show anytime to talk about the, the program, especially for the kids' stuff. 
And uh, if I can help you, just don't hesitate to reach out, okay? All right. Well, we appreciate your support, Dan. You've been a longtime supporter of us and, and helped us beat the drum and get the word out, and we really appreciate that very much. Thank it's, you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure, Doug. Keep it up, man, and have a wonderful weekend, okay? Well, thank you. You do the same, Dan. Thank you, Doug. There you he goes. Bye-bye. There he goes, Doug Sheely from Chautauqua. Really good guy right there. Good morning, everybody on Facebook Live. Dave Bailey over in Illinois, Brandon, Arthur, Chris, Wayne, John, Gary Thompson, Cody, Corey, Mark Dossie in Florida, Dave Jones. How you doing, buddy? Uh, Christopher, Mary, CJ, Rick, Jose, Kathleen, oh, my buddy Donovan, Justin. Oh, come on. Get up here. I don't want to, I don't want to miss anybody. Noah, good morning. Jacob Pike from State Farm. Levi, Daryl Jones, the Arkansas Avenger, Jackie, Bob. Good morning, Bob. Jeff and Michael, Steve, David, and Matt Morgan. Oh, everybody. Good morning. Good to see y'all. Yeah, sorry about the rant. I just, uh, Andrew, I had enough of it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, you know. And I, you know, I'm not going to get on that horse again, but I, you know, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go buy a gun from Burnell's. There just, you go. Just to support them. Yeah. yeah. Especially things that I'm a supporter of local before national. And I think, yeah, support local whenever you can, especially if you're in the state of Iowa. Go well, for it. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, this is the last thing I'm going to say. It's okay to have a, it's okay for you to have a point. What's not okay is for you to tell me if, uh, I have to have your point of view. Cause that's not, that's not the way it's going to work. Yeah. Exactly. It's a free country, free country. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's why it's the greatest on earth. So, uh, you know what, this country has got a lot of problems, but it's still one of the best countries in the world. And, uh, you know, despite some folks trying to muck it up, you know, the U S is still, it's a beacon and, yes. and, uh, like, you know, I, I, I hate politics. I had people tell me all the time I should run for office and, I don't want to run for office because I wouldn't make it because the simple fact I would call us, I would just tell it like it is. And you know, people know they can't handle that. They yeah. can't, they cannot handle that. You know? Nope. So, you know, if you're dumb, if you're an idiot, I'm going to say you're an idiot. You know, and I listen, I'm an idiot sometimes I, I am. I mean, so I'm not perfect. I mess up, you know, but I, this, this PC stuff has got to go I'm saying that for five, six years now. You know, you should be able to articulate your thoughts and be, be polite, be respectful, but you know, nobody has the right to run you down because you have a different point of view than they do. And and that's not, that's not the way this country was founded. And, um, I don't care how many people try to change it to the mob culture thing. The mob culture is not going to work. People are not going to put up with it. You know, you're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and then when people have nothing left to lose, they're not going to like the response. They're not. Yeah. That's just it. Good morning, Christopher. Buy local, buy local. I hear you, man. I hear you. I am. Too many people trying to cut us apart. I love everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I. You know what? You know what we need a little, folks? We need a little cowbell. That's what we need. We need a little cowbell this morning. Guess what? I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cowbell. Here, I feel better. I had a little cowbell this morning. Just need a little cowbell. 
feel a little better. All right, I am way late for a break. 728 and some change. Let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on 13 p.m. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. How about a little ice fishing report for you this morning, courtesy of Sportsman's Warehouse. I'll do that for you. Morning, Terry Smith from Canada. Terry Smith is the guy that I am going to try to go moose hunt with either next year or the, you know, it's really crazy. I put, I put it on Facebook that I was going to go moose hunting with Terry up in Newfoundland. And, um, I've already got like four or five people wanting to go. Really? That's a, that's a dream hunt. I've been, I've been bow hunting, what, 33 years now and. Uh, I just have never went moose hunting before and I've been elk hunting nine times or 10 times. And, you know, I've, I've taken nine bears. I got two elk out of nine and I, I can't even tell you how many whitetails. I can tell you how many turkeys I've shot 85 with my bow. I'm up to 85. I want to get to 90 this year. There you go. That's my goal. I want to get to 90, but, uh, that moose has been on my, the moose is on the loose. I, I really want to get a moose and, uh, so I'm working with Terry right now to try to get that done. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good to see you. Um, what's nice about it is we got to wait to see, or what's nice about it is there's so many people that's on their bucket list. I've got a surplus of people that want to go. So wouldn't it be cool to get a whole bunch of first time moose hunters to go to Newfoundland on a trip and yeah. just have some fun? Oh we're, yeah. We're going to film it on respect to game TV. I think Larry McCoy is going to go with me, you know, Larry Mack. That'd be nice. I want. I would like to have Larry Mack with me so he could hear the schwack when I when I let the air out of Bullwinkle. <laughs> you know, and then if Larry gets one, I'll film Larry. You know, so if. that that well, you know, isn't it a, like just a matter of when with him? Well, Larry, Larry's so awesome. I mean, like I said, animals just kind of come up and say, "If I got to go, I want to go by Larry <laughs> Mack." And they here, shoot me right here, Larry. I mean, I mean, that's how Larry. It just—I've never seen anything like it in my life. They run to—they run for him to get a shot. It's just, if I've got to go, yeah, it's just he you, oozes man. awesomeness. I mean, I just—I don't know what it is, man. It's just. But anyway, uh, Terry, if you want more information about Terry's place, find on Facebook. I've got his uh, link up and everything, and. Uh, Rick Ball from Ball Construction is going. He already said pencil him in. And uh, Dave Jones, my taxidermist, is going. Dave wants to go. So we already got, uh, there's like three or four other people that want to go. So there's five people I know that want to go moose hunting with me. So There you go. That's crazy. It's all there. It just needs to crazy happen. Crazy talk, I tell you. Crazy. 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 Crazy talk. All right, let's talk a little ice fishing this morning. So Blackhawk Lake, uh, ice thickness is seven to eight inches in the front of the Highest House Point ramp. Ice is on the east basin is more variable and has a little thinner areas. Uh, the black crappie are fair. Wax worms and small minners are sorting, uh, is producing some sorting fish. 8 to 10 inch right now is the report. Yellow perch is fair. The walleye bite is fair. Anglers are picking up at chicken spoons and minnow heads. Uh, gills are good on wax worms on small jigs fished in 3 to 6 feet of water. Uh, some fish are up to 8 inches on blackhawks. Ice is variable areas with fish. They've got five to seven inches of ice. Yellow perch is good. Minnows, waxies, fished in 10, 20 feet of water. Black crappie bite is fair. Anglers have had luck in 10 to 20 feet of water. Walleye fair. Try a jigging spoon. Small minnows or um, uh, small minners. 
and waxies for that. Uh, Crawford Creek impoundment, they were looking at six inches of good ice earlier in the week. Crappie bite is fair. Gills are fair. Yellow perch are fair. Storm Lake, including Little Storm Lake, they got nine to ten inches of ice on locations. Much thinner in Mid-Lake, so be careful. Make sure you're checking that ice as you go out. You want to shoot uh, Orlando, I would absolutely love to go on a moose hunt. I could only imagine the challenge. Orlando, come on, man. If Terry, if we can get Terry to open up, you know, he's got like, Terry's got like a helicopter camp and he's got a driving camp. So I got to lose 20 pounds if I would want to get on the helicopter because I don't know if they got enough lift to get me off and, you know, get me and all the gear and stuff off. You need to get to boot camp. Oh, I'm telling you what, I, I, uh, I've, I gotta get, I gotta get 20 pounds off. It's miserable since I hurt my knee. I, you know, I gotta be able to start walking or something. You did a good job for a while there. Yeah, I was you're, good for you're a while. Doing really good. Yeah, but I, I, I stay puff marshmallowed up, man. It's just, that's what I feel like. I feel like stay it's gotten mar- colder. I mean, you had to get warmer, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of crazy. Where was I? Uh, clear was I Clear Lake or, Star- or Storm Lake? I was it Storm Lake? Yellow Perch are fair. Walleye are fair. Crappie are fair. Clear Lake. I'm sorry. You know my ADD. My ADD kicked in. Uh, Clear Lake, four to ten inches of ice right now. Yellow bass are fair. Walleye are slow. Crappie are slow. Gills are slow. West Ogoboji, walleye season is open. Yellow perch are fair. Gills are good. Uh, let's see. They're seeing uh, lake thickness up or ice thickness up at 10 to 12 inches. Just make sure you're checking the ice as you go, like I said. Ada Hayden, uh, rainbow trout bite is good. I tell you, that's the thing to do. Go trout fishing, man. Trout were stocked on January 13th. Use jigging spoons or panfish jigs. Start trying within 100 feet of the shoreline. You need a valid fishing license and pay the trout fee to fish for or possess trout. Big Creek, ice thickness of 7 inches with areas of 4 inches in mid-lake. So, again, check the thickness. Crappie bite is slow. Wipers are fair. Try jigging spoons with live minnows or minnow heads uh, in midweek. There you go. All right, let me see what the... Uh, Rod, good morning, man. You Dave Jones without me, Rod. Well, Rod, you got to talk to Dave about that, man. So, uh, Rod says, I'm down for a moose hunt if you have an opening. So, there's six people. Terry, did you see that? There's six now that want to go moose hunt. So, Rod, I, it just depends on availability, buddy. Aaron and Jeff, good morning. Good to see you. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I think we're good. 739 and some change. So, uh, Second Amendment Day at the Capitol building. It's going to be February 25th from noon to 4, 3, 30 p.m. This is the largest Second Amendment, free, Second Amendment Freedom Rally organized in the state of Iowa. Show up at current event efforts to push pro-Second Second Amendment legislation in Iowa. Lobby your individual state reps and senators. It's going to go from 1.30 to 4.30 uh, they're going to have leadership there, guest speakers and reps on hand. Last year, they had around 350 people. They'd like to get a little bit more than that. So put that on your calendar. All right, 740 and some change. Let me hit another quick break. Did you hear about the ginseng harvest? I did. Uh, yeah, they busted a big ginseng racket up there. You know, it takes ginseng like three to four years to grow. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. 
All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dance ESPN. So I've got a bunch of people asking about Beast Feast because normally it's uh, getting ready to happen this week. We moved Beast Feast this year. It's still going to happen, but it's going to be in June or July. I haven't got a date yet, but uh, I talked to Larry and uh, Sharon, and we're going to move it uh, as soon as I have a date. It'll still most likely be at Stony Creek Inn. And uh, we got some big things happening this year. We're going to be uh, giving a raffling off an ATV, a Honda Rancher. So you got a four-wheeler, which is really cool. Uh, Donovan and Lori and everybody's going to come up from Triple H. We'll have a nice hunt there. Larry McCoy should be there from Respect the Game TV. Uh, and I don't know. I hope he'll bring Marsha's lovely wife. But we'll have a brand new uh, Elite Bow for you to win. Instead of getting my bow, I'll probably still donate one of my bows too. But uh, we'll, we'll get you a new bow and, uh, we got a whole bunch of other stuff too, but they got some really good stuff and we're going to have elk. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I got some elk set aside and, uh, bear and a whole bunch of other stuff. I think alligator again, uh, which is going to be really good. So beast feast, uh, it'll be in June or July just for the COVID stuff. And yeah. notice the COVID starting to and less about the COVID stuff. Have you noticed that? Yeah, partially because I think we're all really sick of it, but also it's actually your corner. Yeah, so I I would assume with everybody getting, um, I know I got a thing from the VA saying that I was gonna, I was able to go get a vaccination. Uh, I would assume here in the next uh, few months, I would think by July or August, most people are going to have access, June or July, they should have access to that vaccine. Yep. So, yep. Just keep washing your hands and stay away from everybody. Stay six feet apart. The election's over. Well, that's a lot of it, Aaron, to be honest with you. I, I, I said that six months ago. I said, as soon as the election's over, you're not going to hear a heart of COVID anymore. Watch. And now it's all about it's all about the storm in the Capitol and everything. That kind of took the new, that's the new outrage. So I will say, too, uh, one of the things that I think a lot of people should be aware about, with, especially with veterans, some of the veterans is if they have caregivers out there as well, uh, get a lot of support to the caregivers who help out with the veterans and well, no, I think they, need, co- they need the vaccine too. Any any first responder or, or someone that's an essential person, caregivers, yeah, I think that all of our teachers or police officers, firefighters, all every one of those should. I uh, Congress and the Senate should have been the last people to get the vaccine, honestly, exactly, because they're the least essential. Exactly, they really are. Yeah, they don't think so, but I'm as far as I'm concerned, they are. All this bear talk, you have me, have you have any extra bear meat? I'd love to have some, or if I can't sell you wild game, that's illegal. So I'd get, you'd get me in trouble. And I don't, honestly, I don't have any extra because it's, I haven't, I, it's for the beast feast. If I did, I would give you some, uh, but I can't sell it. That's can't do that. I'll get in trouble. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, uh, I, we're going to try and have a new segment on the show. I'm either going to call it the outdoor badge or uh, the green jean report. And <laughs> I like the green jeans. The jean green report. jeans. Well, that's, I love what, that. you know, that's what our conservation officers, exactly. they wear green jeans, right? Exactly. That's, I, yeah. I think so, that's perfect. Yeah. And then I, I actually talked about that on Facebook the other night. And they said, well, Captain Kangaroo's going to get mad at you, you know, because Mr. Green Jeans. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But Captain Kangaroo's in heaven. He don't care. And he he would love this. It's yeah. Creative, I, I, think, I think Captain Keep would be legacy, would be yeah. happy would be happy i think he'd endorse it i think he would i think captain kangaroo uh, yeah. and and uh mr green jeans and uh what was the other guy oh um 
It's been so long since I watched Captain Ganger. Uh, there was Mr. Green Jeans, and there was Captain, King, and then there was uh, there was another guy. There was somebody else on there. It's, Orlando, it's okay, man. I just I I don't want to. I just didn't want to say I was. I would sell you some because I can't do that. Um. Uh. Anyway, so I I I'm thinking the Green Jean report. So I talked to Director Lyons, and she said she was going to talk to uh, Alex, and I'm still waiting to hear back from the DNR to get that signed up, but uh, hopefully soon. And this will be not only a segment for where we can officers on to talk about, you know, things going on in the state or, you know, different uh, regs and rules and stuff like that. Good morning, Tim Henning. How you doing, big boy? Uh, it, but this would be a chance for you to call in to ask questions. And I think that's really, really needed. And I, you know, that's just something, you know, something else that, you know, I thought we'd freshen up the show and, and, uh, and do that, you know, Andrew, I, I got a feeling, Andrew, I feel, I, I got it coming on. Andrew hit me. You got Andrew hit me, Andrew. There you go. I needed the hammer. So, uh, the ARL, the Animal Rescue League, they're really in need of donations right now. Um, if you would like to hammer out some donations for, for the, the, the kitties and the doggies and the horsies and all the other stuff that they got down there, that would be awesome. Do you have an HD radio channel on KRNT? Uh, you can go listen to us on FM, uh, Craig. What's it? What is it? 102.1 one or something like that what is it yeah what 1021 1021 or 1023 1023 well which one is it hang on i can't remember i somebody's not i haven't they haven't asked me about that in a long time what is it so a good producer would know this andrew 1023 i think 102.3 you can listen to us on fm i don't know how i sound in fm but it couldn't be any worse <laughs> so there you go. So I, the ERL is in desperate need of donations. Uh, I want to thank Andy and everybody over at Central Standard Restaurant and Dunn's Brothers Coffee because they uh, they are donating three hundred dollars. They raised three hundred bucks from sales of the coffee, and uh, so uh, we're going to get that over so they can use that. How about that, huh? 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 Or call it the Ranger Report. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I like I like I like the Green Gene Report. Because it, they got green jeans, you know. In honor of Captain or uh, Captain Kangaroo, I think we should keep it the Green Jean Report. I think so. Yeah. Are we all caught up on breaks and everything? We're good. Uh, I think we see here. I think we actually should maybe take another break here. To be honest. Oh, you're kidding me. We've done. Haven't we done three breaks? This would be our third coming up. And then we have this 57 break still. <laughs> All right, I got to go. I'm sorry. I got yapping. See, I got ranting, that five, six-minute rant I did about what, how Brunel's, Brunel's got uh, victimized. Um, I shouldn't have done that. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're just now listening, go back and listen to the podcast earlier, later today, or uh, go on my timeline, and uh, I put the segment up. But I'm not going to hash back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks. I Googled it. It shows 102.1 FM. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. 102.1 
there, uh, buddy. Uh, our number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, I would like to invite you to run down to your nearest Elite dealer. Uh, Archery Field and Sports is where I would go and take that shootability challenge and try out the new uh, Encore or the new Result. I think you'll, uh, I think, or the remedy, the remedy is the remedy is one of the smoothest shooting bows you'll ever get to shoot in your life. Go check that out. I, and the encore is just really nice too. That's what I'm shooting. But, uh, that result, or I'm sorry, that remedy is just amazing, amazing way to, uh, get out there and shoot some arrows. So go check it out. Good morning, Gwen at your nearest elite dealer. And, uh, I'll be telling you, you'll be glad you did. I love my elites, man. All right, I think uh, I think we're ready. I think we've established communications. It's time to go talk to one of my favorite anglers. Bass fear him. Pelicans salute him. Sheep's head hide from him. Sunny Bar- Sunny's barbecue love him. The man, the lift, the legend, Mister Shaw Grigsby. How you doing there, pal? I'm doing great, Dan. You always brighten my mornings, buddy. <laughs> I do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I almost said biscuits and gravy are really appreciating, but I didn't want to stretch it too far. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How you been? Good, good. You know, and just uh, been doing a lot of fishing and waiting for my new boat to get in and get everything ready for the new circuit. You know, get uh, Bass Pro Tour kicks off in March and all this COVID stuff kind of shut down all the preliminary yeah. tournament stuff. So we're just... I don't even have a boat yet, so I'm I'm waiting for it to come in. You know, I, I don't know your your boats are more than my house, so I I you know <laughs> I, I I don't I'm not going to feel too bad for you right now, okay? <laughs> well, it's like it's like you know just uh, not being able to do what you love to do. You know, go fishing <laughs> is, is a tough deal, but I, I've been doing a lot. I uh, you know, I have a saltwater boat and yeah, have a good time right now. Yeah, see, aren't you aren't you even impressed that I even know what a sheep's head is? Yeah, they're they're delicious too. No, oh, they are good eating, man. I tell you. So, hey, I I gotta ask you. You know, um, I talked to Denny the other day, and he said the same thing. He's been kind of staying close to, to the lake down there, but with everybody fishing, I mean, are you finding open water still, or is it hard to find a place to go? Oh yeah, out? no, it's it's not bad. You know, if you if you've got a place that's you know well known or something, then then it gets it gets a lot of people like well, they opened up a new lake in Florida called Headwaters in the state of Florida FWC. They got together and built this lake, and so it's the uh, only lake I know in Florida that was built for bass fishing. They sculpted it, they dredged, they did all kinds of cool stuff, and then they you know had it filled part way and let the bass grow. And they, it, I mean, it set for I don't know five or six years before they finally opened it up. In uh, it was either I think it was in August. It might have been October, but August or October, somewhere in there. <clears throat> anyway, and since that time, it's had like, you know, because it's amazing fishing, it had like, uh, you know, 100 boats a day on it. And and that that gets to be, you know, where, you know, you got a lot of, lot of pressure. But most of the places you go, no, it's it's pretty good. You know, during the week, it's real good because people are working harder. And during the weekends, it's it's got a lot of people. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I I know hunting and uh, places, uh, outdoor fishing and hunting everywhere, seeing anywhere from twenty five to thirty uh, percent, which is a, you know that's really a blessing. To be honest with you, Shaw, we need more people Absolutely. out in the outdoors. 
Absolutely. It's a, it's a blessing to the industry. It's a blessing to people. The more you get outdoors, the more people that do it, you realize how awesome it is. And, and, and you also end up taking care of it because you appreciate it. And so it, 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 uh, it's a great thing to get people outdoors. That's for sure. So, Hey, let's, I gotta get, I gotta get into the sonar thing real quick here. I, I could not believe what you put on Facebook a couple weeks ago. I mean, it's like watching TV now. It's not even electronics. Uh, what what is that called? What's that thing called again? That's the Lowrance Active Target. Active and Target from Lowrance. Active Target. It's amazing. It really is. It uh, it does three three different you know sonars with this transducer. It's just a transducer that you add on, and you can uh, shoot forward so it's in front of the boat, and you can spot fish in front of the boat and and pitch a bait to them and watch them eat it. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Um, it also can get you mad because you pitch a bait over there and they don't eat it. They look <laughs> at it and then, you know, you got to change something or work something different. But, uh, so you have forward, you have down and you have a scout mode and the scout mode's really unique because it, it, uh, the transducers turn sideways shooting, you know, like, a almost 180, but it's not, it's probably about 140 degrees or something out there in front of you. And, so you pick up fish, you can say, oh, they're over here, and, and it gives you the distance. You know, it's got little marks on the screen. So they said, oh, he's 20 feet right here to your left, and you can fire out there. And it's it's just, it's amazing. So I have been using that to catch a lot of fish and just have fun with it. So in the scout mode, I mean, are you able to have the clarity that you did on that bass that was on those gizzard chat? I mean, you can actually see it. Yeah. Because with that, if I'm understanding from what I'm seeing – you can actually tell what the fish is. Somewhat, somewhat. So that particular situation, I was in clear water, and I saw that seven-pounder, and I went, oh, I, I'm going to record this. So I punch record on the unit, and I scan over to it, and and there it is, and you see it swim off. The school of gizzard chad comes through, so I can see them. So I, I identified them, but you can also identify the gizzards because they do weird stuff. You know, they don't just kind of swim by. They dart by you know it's like when you when you see them they get uh very spooked so they go streaking by so that's that's what you saw there so that's how i knew the size of that fish you know the species of that fish and all that uh, uh on that and that was on scout mode so that was that was pretty impressive stuff but i've got i posted some with an alligator i posted some with a manatee that i found i've uh i've posted schools of bass mm-hmm. you know, like i I ran into a school of pre-spawn males. You know how they do just before they go in to spawn, they'll all group up in a particular spot, and then as the temperatures get good, well, they'll go to the bank and make beds, and the females do the same thing. So I got a group of pre-spawn big females out on some pilings, and, and I've been posting them not only on my uh, you know on my Instagram account because that seems to be the easiest for pictures, and Instagram uh, and then Facebook uh, whether it's so I have two Facebook accounts. One's a personal Shaw Grigsby, and the other's a business, which is the fan page. And the personal one's maxed out, so I can't add any more friends. But the fan page, you know, you can like it and get on it and, and watch. And I try to post them on all of them. When I post one, I try to do it. But I looked yesterday, and I went, well, how come I'm a bunch of them here? So I guess I forgot some of them. But anyway, check out all the accounts. Instagram, you know, Shaw Grigsby, you can check out uh you know, Facebook and Twitter, and 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 I have quite a few of them up there, and and I post them as often as I can. Yeah, well, you know, I had somebody somebody just 
got on here and said, that sounds like cheating. I said, well, you know, I don't think that's cheating. I mean, they, they, you, you're not guaranteed they're going to bite. I mean, you just said you couldn't get that, you know, but I mean, I mean, look at the time, look at the time and, uh, you'll save just trying to find Mark and fish and seeing what they are. I, I think that stuff's amazing. I agree with you. You still have to be a fisherman. You still have to figure out how to catch. And what it does show you, and you know, because you have to learn how to incorporate technology into your fishing, mm-hmm. and um, it shows you where the fish are. So, you know, like I'll go by a brush pile and look down there, and you go, "Wow, look at this!" And then you drop down, and and it's crappie, and and you can literally catch them and catch them and catch them. I mean, that's how awesome it is. But bass fishing, you. You know, you go out there, and he just like, no, I don't don't really care for it. And I have one school of fish I found that I haven't yet to get one to bite, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're just big, big snook, and they're so finicky, I can't I can't get one to bite. And I, you know, I don't live bait fish much, so, um, but you know, I might have to go end up doing it just to confirm what I have. Yeah. And um, but anyway, so yeah, you still have to fish, and you have to fish hard. But it does show you, like, you know, you pan around and go, there's a brush pile, there's a bass in that one. Uh, Matt Reed posted one the other day from uh, Lake Falcon, and it was such an awesome, awesome shot. I had to repost it on my pages, so <laughs> you can go look at it. But it's just great technology. So, it, you know, you, you still have to find the fish, you still have to hunt for them, but it does show you that there is a fish, and yes, he did not bite your bait or... He looked at it, so there was something he liked, but he didn't bite it. You know, what do you need to change? So it's just another piece of information, but I'm just, I'm excited to heck to have it because it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's just amazing. All you want to do is sit there and watch that unit. Well, I, I know if I still had my boat, I'd have that on my, for walleyes, man. I, I, that, cause I had my other ranch unit on there and it, it, it was okay. I mean, I could mark fish and stuff with it, but I, not as detailed as that, but uh, that, that just drove me nuts when I would mark fish and I'd sit there and fish and fish and fish. It's like, you know, I don't even know if dynamite's going to work for me today. I, you know, they, they, they just don't, for some reason, Shaw, they have a love hate relationship, man. Well, that's why you're a good hunter, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm about ready to just buy some, go back to scuba, man, and just go down and have an up close and personal encounter and and try to communicate. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I I checked out a boat for a friend that was living up in, I think it's Indiana anyway. And he said, man, there's a boat in your area. Would you check it out for me? I want to see if I buy it. Anyway, I went over to the guy and he was a spear fisherman and he was telling me stories about spear fishing going offshore, you know, and, and he said they were dropping down on grouper and stuff and they'd caught one or two and it was really kind of a slow day and, and you guys ready yet? And they're like, what? And so he dons his, you know, his, cause he didn't use a tank. He just dives, but he, he did jump overboard with his spear. He goes down there and they have a limit and about yeah. just starts whacking them. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I said, that's ridiculous. It brings them up and puts them in the boat. All right, we're ready. Go home. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, them walleye drive me nuts, Shaw. I, they just do. But I, I, uh, I hands up, hats off to Lawrence, man. That that uh, that that was awesome when I saw that. I saw the manatee one too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I've got one of the gator that I posted just the other day, um, where you don't at it. I kind of <clears throat> kind of get it in the in the mode, you know, get it on there. I guess I was in scout mode, and <clears throat> so I I could see him on the on the on the you know the active target. 
and then a bass swims by and a couple bluegill swim by and then all of a sudden the gator takes off and when he takes off you can just see him just peel out of there and then when he gets towards the edges of the screen you can even see his legs just you know going at it it was just it was such an awesome piece of footage so and that's all just uh you know just watching the unit yeah no it's like watching them on tv i mean it's it's crazy uh, the only thing else I could compare that to is my buddies up in Minnesota that that speared those big forty inch northerns. They they put a oh. they put a fish jig down about the size, um, not a jig shaw, but a, like a, it's a decoy. It's about the size of right. a small football, and they'll put that down there about seven to ten feet of water. And the water the water column is so clear up in Minnesota in the in the winter because all the algae and stuff's gone. It's like watch they cut a rectangle hole in the ice about three four feet, and you look down and you can see the bottom. It's like watching TV. It's like Shark Week. I mean, you can see these big northerners come in and then they spear them when they go after that decoy. And that's, <laughs> that that hey, don't laugh, man. I mean, they're pulling. How some, do they get them through the hole? Is what I want to know. <laughs> oh, oh, they get them through the hole. Trust me. I mean, it's it's like a big rectangle. And, uh, but it's like watching them on TV. That's what that sonar reminded me of. It was that clear. It's, it's incredible technology and especially up North, you know, where you live, it's, it's amazing what it can do for smallmouth, locating smallmouth and, um, and of course, walleye and all that, just, you just locate them. And once you've got them, then you can start picking them off. So it's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, we got a lot of folks that bass fish up here, you know, it's just, you know, I, I don't know how many times I'm at Sportsman's Warehouse and I got people coming up to me and they got bass thumbs so bad they can't hardly hold their hand, their keys. It's like, <laughs> you know, I said, that's great, man. That's a badge of honor, right, Shaw? Absolutely. We're proud of that. Every ba- time. Bass thumbs great. Yep. Yeah, don't yep. do that for a walleye, though, folks. Uh, they'll they'll kind of puncture you a little bit. Yeah, they got they got big teeth. That's great. Hey, uh, what's new on the on the bait circuit right now? What do you got? What's ex- what's got you excited? Well, you know we've got a new crankbait uh, called the Hybrid Hunter that's really cool that that Strike King makes and and uh, you know pretty much you know I'm I'm still using my old you know old faithfuls the ones that I use all the time the Rage Bug and the and the Menace and and the Ochos those kind of you know perform better than anything jigs are still good but on the new front it's probably the newest it's like a little square bill but it's got a a little hitch built in a little step built into the into the uh the uh lip and so it runs real good and then every now and then it ticks you know one way or the other and and that that little you know flexion i guess is what you would call it they just choke it i mean they get it so I'm having fun throwing that, and um, really, when it comes to new stuff, it's you know, there's not a ton, and uh, I just you just got to perfect what you're using, and uh, you know, and catch them. That's the that's the thing. That's okay. why I said I I always you know, and I've had a couple people comment like they ought to outlaw that and all that, and I'm like, you know, it's uh, no, we need all the help we can get. If they had radar technology for deer showing me where the deer positionings were, I'd be all over it, buddy. Because them deer, they, I get tired of them things laughing at me when I leave in the field in the morning, in the uh-huh. in the evening, man. I, I as soon it's as amazing. I leave, I got these, I got these reveal ta- tacticam uh, trail camera shaw that's got the cellular technology on them, and it's always amazing to me. Like 30, 40 minutes after I leave 
up here, I'll have a 140, 150 class deer with hand sticking its tongue out. It just drives me nuts, <laughs> man. I remember that. My son had one that he hunted in South Carolina. He hunted it every day. He'd get it on camera, right? Yeah. And one one of the days he was hunting it, he got down out of the stand. This was in uh, mid-morning, so I'm saying about 11 o'clock. He got down out of his stand. He said, all right, we'll go have lunch. You know, I haven't seen anything this morning. <laughs> and he walks away, and the camera clicks at 11.15, and there he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like... It's like he's so mad. He looks at the pictures after that. And he's like, I can't believe it. But he, it didn't. It eluded him the whole year. Yeah, never got a shot. Yeah, it's amazing when they walk by when you're not there and go. You know, they just yeah. they're, they're psychic, man. I'm telling you. I they, love camera technology, though. The game cams are, you know, and it's the same thing. It's the same uh, in fishing is that you can't see them out there. Uh, you know, most of the time. So they're mm-hmm. just hidden. And so having that technology is allowing you to figure out, you know, where they are, what they do, how they move, where they move to. It's the same thing as having game cams. Well, I think, it's I, only, yeah, I think it's only fair. I mean, while, you know, deer and other animals can see our EMF, our electronic or electric magnetic fields. I mean, we generate EMF all the time. That's why those, those uh, hex suits work so good. Uh, but, you know, um, you know, I think, you know, you got to even the playing field a little bit, Shaw, cause you got to get past that in their nose, man, their nose, they can smell you from 300 uh-huh. yards away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I have had so many hunts where that nose has got me, you know, the wind's blowing perfect in your face and you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All of a sudden it'll turn around and you're like, Oh my goodness, there it's gone. So yeah. it's a, it's, it's a booger, but. Yeah, so I love technology. Yeah, yep. help me out any any way you can. Yeah, absolutely. Shaw, hang on, I got to take a real quick break. We come back. I want to talk fishing line. Can we do that? Absolutely. All right, we'll be back with the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Shaw Grigsby, right here on thirteen fifty ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning. I've got one of my favorite people in the whole wide world on, Mr. Shaw Grigsby, one of the best anglers in the country. He won't say that. He's too modest. I'll say it for him. Hey, are you getting ready to go to Red Crest? Somebody was asking about that. Uh, No, they actually canceled Red Crest or they postponed it. Um, They, you know, it was originally a big show at... uh, Tulsa area. I think they were going to do it at Grand Lake and have it at Tulsa and have a huge show and all that. And because of the COVID, they went ahead and canceled the show part. And they and they didn't want everybody to go to Tulsa and then go back there because it's going to be such a big deal, I guess, next season. So they moved the location. And uh, I'm thinking it's maybe Palestine, Lake Palestine in Texas. And, uh, you know, they'll, so they'll go there, but I, I will not be there, um, at that because I didn't qualify. And since they're not having a show or displays or working for your sponsors, then, you know, I won't be there. Okay. Um, someone wants to know what plastic you like to use on, uh, it's Dave. He's one of your, he's one of your big groupies up here. He's a good guy. He uh, wants to know what plastic do you use on a Carolina rig and how do you fish it dragging it or jumping it? Yeah, so you can do both. And my favorite plastic, I mean, I use literally everything. I've used Carolina rigs for smallmouth and use that little twin tail menace. 
I've used, uh, you know, the Cinco's, the Ocho style. You know, the Ocho's what I use in Strike King. I've used, uh, I've used uh, lizards, which is a lot of what we do, and plastic worms. So uh, I, I would say if I had to choose, I've even used crawfish, you know, plastic crawfish. But if I had to sh- choose, you know, uh, a, probably a plastic worm is, is my number one, you know, out there. And, and uh, change it from a worm to a lizard or a lizard to a crawfish, and, and, and they pretty much all work. The, the bait uh, selection uh, is to what works best in your area. Like I have a location in Florida, weeds and grass and a worm, you know, like a, like a uh, cut-our worm from Strike King can come through that grass easier than things with appendages on it, so things that stick out from it. So it mm-hmm. kind of makes that a little bit better. And uh, so anyway, I, I, that's why I tend to use a worm a little more. Uh, Carolina rig use a lot. Uh, generally, you know, where I use it, I'll use a, a half ounce weight, but I've downsized it to where you're using a, a you know, little mini Carolina rig with like an eighth ounce on it and uh, on a spinning rod. That works really well. Uh, so don't think that it's just one way. You know, it's a, it's a great all around way to catch fish. That, that weight goes down. I'll use a half ounce or three quarter ounce. The weight will go down real quick. You've got a liter, you know, a little swivel and a bead and, and, uh, and then you put a liter of maybe, you know, two foot to three foot uh, of fluorocarbon line and then you put your hook on and your bait and literally you just kind of drag it now my preferred technique is dragging it but if i'm not catching them drag it uh i will pop it and hop it and i remember kevin telling me one time uh, you know that man he was hopping that kevin van dam he was out of trigger on it so you know it makes it fall down quicker and and stuff so they they uh you can hop it that is something to get fish excited and uh, and get them to trigger on it but pretty much my my number one thing is is more of a slow drag and then they just pick it up and and you'll feel that little tick and then they'll start to tighten you up and then you hammer them okay speaking of fluorocarbon uh shaw anything new out there in the line uh part that's got you excited you know you know every year there's something a little different most of it is is comes down to just micro technology they they keep, you know, working on coating and a line that's just a lot tougher and stronger. So uh, I'm real, real fortunate to be with the guys that invented fluorocarbon and uh, and that cigar. Mm-hmm. And they, they brought it out, you know, before anybody even knew what fluorocarbon was. And it basically disappears in the water. So I use a lot of fluorocarbon in my fishing. Uh, it has a little bit less stretch. It has, uh, you know, basically you, it disappears in the water, so you get more bites, and, and it's strong and durable. So all that, you know, combines to make it a really good fishing line. I use a lot of braid, and uh, they have a, a really round braid that's an eight, eight braid that makes it where it's real quiet, and it's called Smackdown. And so, you know, those are my main lines. I, I don't use much uh, monofilament anymore, and I probably need to get back to it but i'm i'm having success with the fluorocarbon and you know i've, I've found a knot of fluorocarbons now it's you know the cigar fluorocarbon it's just amazing how strong it is with pretty much any knot you tie mm-hmm. when you go to uh, other brands you know like cigar controls everything they they make the resin they they extrude it they do everything i mean they control it from start to finish where other people will buy resins and mix and blend and then try to make it in. And, and sometimes you, they're just buying the line, you know, so they don't even know exactly what all is there. They just buy it and then repackage it and go. But when you have a company that makes it, 
then detail is is their specialty is making sure that it's just perfect and um and so the knots hold up really well with them other companies i've had a you know where i've tied that palomar knot and i can break 20 pound fluorocarbon just you know like popcorn is this terrible you know just pop it and it goes and and so um and so you know that's another reason i really like the the cigar brand is just because it's it's so terrible yeah i switched over a couple years ago because you told me about that and i've been very happy I mean, when I get hung up or snagged, I, I have a devil of a time getting it out. <laughs> Isn't that cool? <laughs> it that's is really cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I got to cut my line, but that's all right. At least it doesn't break, man. So, <laughs> I bought one of them little hound dog things that you send down the line to bust your, your right. uh, yeah. And that thing works really good, actually. It was worth it. But yeah, one of these days I'm going to probably break it and lose that. But uh <laughs> That that little hound dog uh, lure retriever works pretty good when you get hung up. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. Hey, buddy, I'm I I got to get you back on again. Uh, I'll uh, I'll reach out. We're gonna start that new podcast. I'm gonna get you and Denny on that. I want to thank you for spending a half an hour with us. It always goes way too quick. And uh, can we get you back on uh, before the summer or spring gets here? Anytime, buddy. You know that. I appreciate you, Dan. Well, it's it's two way street and. Hey, I'm working on a moose hunt. If you want to go to Newfoundland, ooh, ooh, that 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 that's enticing. Yeah, you know, I can't. Informed. I just can't. You know, no one as awesome as you are. You'd probably just jump on there and just wrestle him down and put him down like that. You know, right? Those things are pretty huge. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember Earl telling me about Earl Biz from Triton. Tell me about killing one. He had to get a helicopter in to get him out. Yeah, it's it's, but it's some of the in your life buddy yeah that's what i've heard it's, all right Dan. it's hey be good and we'll talk to you soon thank you sir you take care thanks there you go shaw grigsby class act right there i just i love that guy A thirty three and some change here on 1350 espn herman's fine jewelers donnie and frank talk about awesome those guys are awesome in their own right they make dreams come true whether you're getting engaged this year, you got an anniversary, a birthday, they can help you. They got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock, helping people for 39 years. You don't get to be in business for 39 years unless you're awesome. You just don't. Donnie and Frank are awesome. They do custom work. They'll, they, uh, they can fix anything there. They've got on-site jewelry repair. 2900 University Avenue in West Des Moines. 222-2600 is the number to call. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. Herman's Fine Jewelers. I'm telling you, you'll be glad you went. They're good people. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors. Dan, on 1350 ESPN. Shut up, Darren. I'm getting harassed on Facebook Live. Hey, uh, it's time for our mailbag segment. I want it. I need it. Let me have some mailbag. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got 
of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. All right, this mail segment is brought to you by Darren Elvis Eilander and Gary Wagner, American Family Insurance. Darren's up in Ankeny. You can find him right there. And Gary is somewhere in West Des Moines. I have no idea. He's, he's you know, he doesn't tell me where he's at. He moves offices all the time. But they're great guys, and they'll help you uh, save some money on protecting your stuff. All right, this week's question is sent in from Brad Jefferson of Des Moines. Brad writes in, "My what is my favorite way to fletch arrows, plain or wrapped, and why? That's a great question. Um, actually, Brad, I like using a, I, I, when I fletch my arrows, I, I like wrapping my arrows. Uh, I do a, like a, either a bright, uh, a bright white um, or like a, a bright yellow, and then I'll use like an orange or a pink fletch. And the reason I do that is it shows up on camera when I'm filming the TV show. You can really track your arrow, and they're easier to find when you miss. I've been known to miss once in a while, and, you know, those are 20 bucks an arrow, so... I want to go find them and uh, that's to do. And I use a I use a little uh, Pine Ridge Archery Nitro vein. It's a two inch vein, and that's what I that's my uh, uh, fletching setup. And I do that on a Victory uh, rip or a VAP shaft. I use both of them, and uh, it works great. Out to 50, 60 yards, I'm usually grouping like within one or two inches. It uh, they really fly well, and like I said, you can recover your arrows. Especially with that luminoc on the on the back end, you go out if you miss and you can't find it. If that arrow buries in, you go out there at night or in the, real early in the morning before the sun comes up. That luminoc, you'll be able to find that arrow really, really quickly. So, anyway, uh, he is Brad. You're going to get a brand spanking new Workshop Sharpener, courtesy of the fine folks at Workshop for emailing me a question. If you want to take advantage of that, just go to outdoorsdan.com. And look on my homepage. There's a little cartoon mailbox. Just click on that. That'll bring my uh, email up. And shoot me a question or just, you know, if you want to just say hi, I just need your name, address, and phone number. And if I read your question or your uh, email here on the air, you're going to get a nice prize. Huh? And date of birth. I need your date of birth. Uh, Andrew wants that. I don't know why. It's for the system. We have to keep track of everybody. So anyway, hi, Sandy. Hi, Darren. Hi, Dave. Good to see you. All right, let's go to the phones. And uh, I know his date of birth, 000, Mr. Joe Smeltzer. What's up there, Joe? How are you, buddy? I was doing good till last week. <clears throat> what happened last week? You told me you had 0% financing again. Oh. oh crumb. Yeah. Crumb. <laughs> Boy, Raven loves the new truck, man. Does she? He. Oh, sorry, does he. Sorry. Yeah, yeah don't don't <laughs> demasculate my, my dog, man. <laughs> You know what's really funny? I'm sorry, Raven. I, I take it back. Yeah, you should. I uh, I we were plowing snow yesterday with the Polaris. That dog yeah. has to get in the Polaris with me. I I don't. I've never had a dog that wants to go on a Polaris ride. He sits right next to me and plows the snow with me, Joe. It's ridiculous. Really? Yeah. Do you give him the uh? Do you give Raven the hand controls? No, he likes to try to sit in my or lap though. When controls? I'm no, he tries to sit in my lap when I'm steering though. It's not fun. I got a hundred no. pound. Get on your side, man. I'm I'm elbowing him all the. Get on your side. He just sits there and he just loves it, you know. But he likes riding in the truck too. Raven's high maintenance, isn't he? No, he's not. He's getting better. You know, the problem is I I created a monster when he was a puppy because I, I used to carry him with me in that laundry basket when he was real oh, small. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it's he's just like, like yesterday. Yeah. Oh, he's he's night and day, man. 
when I brought him home, he was about the size of his head now. You know, <laughs> you know. Now he's a hundred pound moose. It's ridiculous. So moose. He's that's, a, that's a big dog. He is a big dog, but you know he, that's all right. I got a big truck, and he loves my truck. Good. I'm glad we got a big enough truck for uh, for Raven. He does. He loves that trail boss, man. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. All right. Well, he it's nice, it. nice talking to you, Joe. It's <laughs> our time for the today. day. <laughs> what do you got going on at Carl? Uh, your favorite, like you said last week, you know, I, you, you're making me bring it up again, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Just, keep, just keep plowing it in. Get, uh, keep plus harping. rebates. So, like, uh, I'm starting to get some more half tons, and we kind of ran short on half tons. It's been kind of a weird week. I've been here for 14 years, and we've never run out of half ton pickups, and we're down to, like, four of them. Wow. Yeah, so it's... Uh, That's the 20, 21s? Yeah, yep. So inventory is super, super thin. And they're, just, they're just not able to produce them as fast as they were just because of COVID and everything. I think some of the plants are shut down and stuff like that. But hopefully things will get better as time goes, and, and we'll get a lot more inventory in for, for the customers to pick and choose from. Um, going forward, so well, so that's, glad, that's my goal. Yeah, I'm glad I bought my. I'm, I'm glad I bought that six two before. Uh, I'm glad I got it while well I did. And yeah, because uh, I don't have bosses sitting on my lot right now, so I'm fresh out of those. That's crazy. I yeah, tell you what, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting twenty twenty one miles a gallon with six two engine now. Yep, and you and you'll probably get better too as time goes once it breaks in just a little bit. But uh, that's that's to be expected, and that's pretty consistent with what you know all of our customers are getting with that engine so yeah yeah i'm glad i it's went a up sweet engine yeah i'm glad i went up from the 5.3 to the 6.2 i mean it just pulls that polaris and uh i'm really happy with it so raven's excited too he loves us yeah he was <laughs> glad to get the red truck back he missed the red the red arrow that's right yeah red arrow he missed it man <laughs> good thing he's not colorblind well, good. yeah he's not that's colorblind yeah. <laughs> all right joe where can they find you here all day today uh 1101 southeast oral labor at the Brock and Ankeny. Hey, do you have coffee left, or what do you got left in the swag uh, bag? I think I do. Let me open up my cabinet here. I think I do. Don't lose all the money. Yeah, I got uh, two or three bags left, yeah. Okay, if you go out to Carl Chevrolet and go look for a smoking Joe Smelter, just tell him Joe Smelter. Just go out there and say hi, and he'll load you up with uh, some mobile repair company stuff and some free outdoors Dan coffee. Just, yep, uh, got just, it all. Yeah, no purchase necessary. Just go out there and harass him. Yep, that works. All right, Joe. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks. All right, buddy. Have a good week. You too. Bye. There it goes. Smoking Joe. Right. Hey, we're still doing that Respect the Game TV YouTube contest. We just gave away the Grizzly Cooler a couple weeks ago. We still got that Camp Ride Camping Package. We got a $5,500 Whitetail and Antelope Hunt to give away to Trophies Plus Outfitters. And an Elite, brand new Elite Bow. That's 1000 bucks right there. And a $250 Sportsman's Warehouse gift card. All that's uh, to give away, and uh, we're probably going to throw a Game High clothing package in there, too. Um, just go to YouTube, look up Respect the Game TV, and subscribe. And I did a video. Look for my beautiful, lovely face, <laughs> and uh, listen to that video, and just follow the instructions, and it'll tell you how to enter the contest. Uh, we're going to be giving away that Camp Right camping package uh, pretty quick here, folks. So make sure you subscribe, and I hope you enjoy the TV show, and good luck winning some of that swag, huh? That's That's good. I mean, who wouldn't want to, want to win a $5,500 hunt out to Montana? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Bryce. Morning, Jeff and Ray and Marty. Good. To see I got a break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. 
All right, that sound can mean only one thing. The most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge, is up on deck. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, you're 18 years of age or older, you can light them up, 244-1350, uh, Trivia today is brought to you by the Vance Family Dentistry out there in Ankeny, Iowa, 7 North Ankeny Boulevard, to be exact. Whether you need crowns, if you need, if you got a cavity, if you need, uh, if you got a cracked tooth, if you have, uh, uh, have uh, any kind of uh, uh, like, what do you call that? Wisdom teeth issues. If you have uh, a root canal in need, they can do all of that. They're a one-stop dentist shop. Doctor Brandt, Doctor Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi, Doctor Stewart, Doctor Williams, all are just super nice people, and they are so gentle. You don't have to fear about going to the dentist. Don't worry about getting sick going to the dentist. They do all the COVID protocols. They go above and beyond for that. Every dental suite is immaculate and sanitary. So don't have don't be afraid about going in and get your your teeth worked on and get, or keep your dental health up to date. If your teeth are not healthy or your gums are not healthy, that can lead to other serious health issues. Don't do that to yourself. Go to your dentist, and I hope you go to my dentist, Advanced Family Dentistry. Why do I call Doctor Yegi Obi Wan Kenobi Yegi? Because he's a Jedi dentist. He's to calm me down you know what really is neat when he leave when i leave you know what he tells me may the floss be with you that's what he tells me advanced family dentistry they're my dentist they could be your dentist too go check them out 964-1490 or online anytime at ankinysmiles.com all right uh we're gonna go uh, uh dave this morning dave is up first we'll see what he has got going on dave good morning how are you good morning doing good all right dave I have got a brand new smoking bag of Outdoors Dan Blend coffee, or I've got a Workshop Sharpener to give away. The Sharpener. All right. You want a hunting or a fishing question? Fishing. Now, how did I know that? Yeah. Know that. <laughs> All right. What is an Alabama rig, Dave? An Alabama rig is a, it's a multi-hook rig. It usually has about five hooks. and a Ding, 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 ding. Yep. You don't have to go into that. It's like an umbrella on your fishing line is what it is. Yeah, it's what you can't use here in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> All right, Dave, congrats. You got a workshop sharpening system. Awesome. All right, buddy, we'll talk to you later. All right, thanks. Thanks, Dave. There goes Dave. I believe Tony's up next. Let's go see what Tony's up to this morning. Tony, good morning. How are you? How are you doing? Tony, can you hear me? Did we lose Tony? Uh, we lost Tony. All right, 244-1350, 244-1350. We still got a few minutes. If you want to call in, I can get you on. Hey, real quick, the Iowa Deer Classic is going to happen. Uh, there's been a bunch of rumors on Facebook and some other platforms. Um, good morning, Terrence. Good morning, Connie. Uh, good morning, Bill, Nick, um, that the Deer Classic was canceled. It's true. I talked to John and everybody at Iowa Show Productions this week. Uh, the Iowa Deer Classic is going to happen uh, first week in March, and uh, they'll be following protocols. Everybody be they'll be asking people to wear masks and all that other stuff. But uh, the Deer Classic, as of right now, is still going to happen. So I will let you know if I hear anything different. Okay, there we go. Uh, let's go see Craig. Uh, see if we can get Craig on here real quick. Craig, good morning. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well, buddy. Hey, can I interest you in a bag of Outdoors Dan roasted coffee beans? Of course. Uh, you know what? What radio station are you right now? 1350. You got it, man. Congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, we'll call you back after the show, Craig. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right. There you go. 
All right, hey, we got it all done, man. I want to thank you, everybody, for uh, putting up with us for two hours. Uh, we really appreciate it. We'll be back at it again. If you missed any of the show and you want to catch the whole show, we do have podcast of it coming up here. Andrew will have that uploaded by the end of the day. Until next week, we're all in it together, and uh, we'll see you right here on 1350 ESPN. God bless, everybody.